Hello everyone, welcome back to the DMC podcast episode 50 and today we are joined by a very special guest, Ruben Gohir. Ruben is a power builder and has his own clothing brand, Overtime Labs, along with a friend of his. Thank you Ruben for joining us today. Thank you for having me, I'm quite excited to be here. Yeah man. It's, 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 it's a long time in the making, but we're here. Yeah, man, and it's, it's, it has been a while, man. And just to kick off the episode straight away, man, I'll be honest, I never knew what a power builder was. And how long have you been doing that for? What's it all about? Can you just tell us a bit about oh, so, that? So, um, so in, in competition, there's like three styles of training. You've got strong men, you've got power lifters, and you've got bodybuilders. Um, so power building is a combination between power lifting and bodybuilding. So it's just a mixture of uh, lifting heavy weights, but also doing like all the accessory stuff to give you that shape and size and gives you that better look rather than just the bulkier look or just by doing mainly the compound. So you're hitting everything and all the little muscles at the same time and it all adds up together in the end and gets you to quite a strong place. How long have you been doing this for? Because I knew you were popping into fitness back at school as yeah. well. So how long have you been pursuing this for? I've been, I've been training altogether for nearly five years now. So I started when I was 16. Uh, I've been doing power building for about two, I'd say about two years. About two years I've been into power building, yeah, because that's when I originally wanted to get into power lifting. Uh, and uh, like I wanted to uh, break the British record because obviously I knew I was quite strong. I had the right base and everything. It was just a matter of I wanted to, how do I get in the right direction, but without looking like too big or not in the right shape or and things like that. Oh, I remember, like you were, like you said, you started like going gym and stuff uh, five years ago. Then you yeah. pop a focus into powerlifting two in like two years ago. Like, how did you get into that kind of space? Like you obviously said you wanted to break the record. You you thought you had the right physique and the base. Like, did you who? What kind of people did you meet along the way during that process uh, to kind of push I, you in that I, direction? I was very thankful. I'm not very grateful to, to the people I've met. I've met a lot of different people with like a lot of different training backgrounds and just general life backgrounds as well. Um, I feel like in um, like from our culture as being Indian and being Sikh, there's not. I don't feel like there's a lot of representation in the highest level in terms of gym, even on social media, because yeah, I think that's yeah. what that's what it runs the entire industry at the moment. I feel like that lack, lack of representation pushed me like, how can I take this further? How can I inspire the next generation? Um, so it was just a matter of I knew I was strong and I started enjoying lifting extremely heavy weights that I wouldn't be put like one or two reps and it would fully tire me out and I started to enjoy that and then as I started speaking to more and more people they thought maybe you can get into powerlifting one day I was just sitting there in bed and I just thought let me just see the records what they're like they seem very achievable they're not too far away and because of the age um it's in age groups and weight groups so for me looking at that I thought I've got a lot of time and it's a no-brainer for the way I'm going I thought, just why not give it a go? That sounds great, man. I'm glad to hear that you, you got into it and definitely that you're hoping at least to inspire those in a similar situation to yours, you know, Sikh and young and stuff like that. But I just want yeah. to ask, in terms of the people who you've been working out with, how important is it to have an accountability partner for gym? And has this also impacted the ways you see other people outside of the fitness world? Uh, I can't genuinely express how important it is. Um, I used to train by myself for a very long time. I think for maybe about the first three three years, I think I trained by myself. Um, the last two years, the guy, my friend Lewis, who I've started um, the clothing brand with, 
Uh, I, I don't really like to say it in front of him, but I know he's going to listen to this at some point. So I know for me to, like, I'll be just blow his trumpet a little bit, but what me and him have done together, I think, has been, like, very inspiring just to me in general because he's two years younger than me, but his platform is just amazing. And that you give that little sense of competition between each other, but you want to see each other do so well at the same time. And you just keep pushing each other. And it's just like, even if it's just a little spot someone's standing behind you, they might not have to touch anything, but they give you that um, that extra bit of belief that if something goes wrong, they're still there. And even that, that gives you that um, general belief in others outside of the gym as well. Like when you go to work, you, you start wanting to build more and more um, relationships with new people. You want to put that trust in them to think if something goes wrong, that you're there with me and we can get through it together. That sounds brilliant, man. And definitely, you know, Manny and I are the same way, you know, we get th- don't get through things, but we, we push each other to do better yeah. with in terms of the questions we ask on the podcast and, you know, the guests we get on. It's very relevant to the, to yeah. the rest of your life. But for oh. you, ha- what were your initial goals around fitness and perhaps even the clothing brand? What were your initial goals and have they changed since then and have, have your thoughts yeah. about it developed? Yeah, so um, originally with Jim, uh, I don't know if Man Roger remembers, it's been a very long time. Um, I was, I came back from America after our GCSEs and I was very overweight. Um, so initially my first goal was just to lose that weight and just become trimmed down. But I always, ever since a kid, I always wanted to be quite bigger muscular. Um, I used to love wrestling and I just saw all these, like, super, to me that was like superhuman people. Because they were just like some of the biggest people I'd ever seen. Just a name drop like Brock Lesnar and John Cena, you see the size on them and you think, that's amazing and how do I get like that? Yeah, Brock Lesnar is a beast, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> and that was something I always wanted to look like and I was like, that's amazing. Like, if, if one person can achieve it, why can't I achieve it? And that always gave me that belief that I could do it myself. Uh, he's someone I always look, look to when if I'm looking at body goals or body shape or something, that's what I want to look like. But in terms, but that was my original inspiration, just from the wrestling. Um, but yeah, along the way, the goals do change. It's very common because, like, like I said, I just started off wanting to lose weight, and now I want to break deadlift records and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So it all, it all changes depending on the situation you're in and what you learn with your body as time goes on as well. And have you found that increased physical strength? Because obviously, you know, you're much stronger than you used to be physically a few years ago than you were a few years ago. Has that increased and improved your mental resilience in terms of, you know, adversity you face in your your life outside of the gym? Oh, yeah, massively. I think um, just in general, like, I can apply gym towards anything in terms of an analogy if I sit there and think about it. Like, for example, if I think about, like, our clothing brand, for example, I know... There, there is a risk of what we've taken and it might not kick up straight away, but n- nothing was built in a day. We, didn't, we don't look like the way we do after a few weeks of training or a few months or after the first year. This has been consistent hard work day in, day out and wanting to be the absolute best we can look. And that all adds up. Even like, um, if, like over the lockdown, for example, you think about how many people lost the gym and weren't be able to train. And we were, we were a bunch of them like, but the first few months of the first lockdown, we didn't train at all. Um, and it was very difficult. But you, you sit there and you think, how, how do you get through this? And you just think you've got the weight of, of weight of the world on your shoulder. But how do you stand back up? And it's just a constant push to keep going. And this is what I kind of noticed, yeah. I'm not, na- like, for me personally, bro, I can't naturally, like, feel 
Like, I don't want to go to gym. I can't lie to you. I go to gym because yeah. I know I have to go, yeah? So I yeah. started going at, like, to break that kind of barrier. I wake up at like 6 a.m. and go to gym at 6.30 because I know after work, I'm not going to go to gym. And if I go as early as possible and just yeah. go straight away when I wake up, I'll get it done. And like, yeah. what keeps you going to the gym? And like, I you obviously talking about Lewis and other people you met along the way. But yeah. how do you like if you were telling someone to get back into the gym, kind of get motivated to get back in if they had like a long break? Yeah. What what kind of yeah. things would you say to someone like that? Um, so this is like to me as well. Sometimes I sit there and I think about this. Like I don't know if you've seen that. Obviously, you might have seen the Instagram post. Um, at the end, I always put something motivational at the end of the post after my captions and everything. Uh, yeah, one yeah, of them yeah, I is, noticed. I haven't put it on recently, but one of them was the Muhammad Ali one, that he hated training, but it was the training that made him the champion. And it was, it's this same constant knowledge in my head, like, I might not want to go to gym that one day, but if I don't go to gym that one day, that's another day that the competition has ahead of me. And for me, it's just to be the absolute best every single day, and that's all I want. So for me, it's just, I can't slack, because I know once, the, for me, the main thing that takes it out of me is traveling to the gym. But once I'm there, it's just like all of that's gone. It's just like I'm in a new world now. This is it. This is my zone. And that's it. Just keep going. I think the best thing to do is just get there and just just be patient because the results won't come straight away. But when they do come, they're going to be worth it. And that's what's going to keep you going. Yeah, man. And like, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with this. But like for me, like I said, I kind of feel like I don't like going. But once I'm there and I get it done... I'm so glad yeah. I've gone every time and it's that emotion and obviously I'm, I'm I'm way different to you bro we have different goals you're obviously out here power building and stuff but for me personally yeah. it's like yo trying to sort out my body sort how I look in that a bit better and go yeah. and but for someone like me like obviously I get that you've got the whole competition vibe and you're understanding that one day you've le- uh, missed out on someone else is going to catch you up or you're going to miss out on it yeah. the gains from that are going to be greater than the t- day you take off and like yeah. for someone like me though who's like yo I don't really feel like going gym. Do I need to go gym? Yeah. Nah, not really, but I think it would be good for yeah. me. What would you say yeah. to someone like me? Like, obviously, I'm, I've kind of made myself do it in the kind of way where if I wake up early and I know I have to go, I, I say I'm, I'm going. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 6.30, I will be there because I've forced myself to go. Yeah. What, what, yeah. Do you feel like you should force yourself to go and then it kind of becomes natural? I would say, look, uh, the best thing I can say to you, man, Rod, I know you've asked me about before is, you have one body, you have one, this is the only body you're going to live in in this life. You need to be happy in the skin you're in. You don't need, if you feel happy, like, just just by turning up, do it. It doesn't matter about, you don't need to be, like, you don't need to have massive muscles on your body, you don't need to lift 200 kilos, just be happy in the skin that you're in. And that is a greater achievement than I could put the words, because that is more important than anything. Like, I say I want to win competitions, but... I might be in a competition and not be happy the way I look. And then what do I do then? Because I'm not exactly happy with the way I look. Yeah. So then I have to go through back and build through all these blocks again. Um, so anyone that is thinking like, I just want to go to the gym to lose weight or do whatever or put on weight, it's just be happy in the skin that you're in and just work towards your own goals. It's just consistent. Like, just be consistent with yourself. Be proud of yourself that you're actually going and working towards it. You think that if, for example, you said you've gone, how many days did you say you go to the gym a week? I go Monday, Wednesday, Friday, so I go three times a week consistently. So you go three times a week, yeah? So let's just say those three days a week, you work, you work like your entire energy load, everything. So you're completely shattered now, yeah? And then 
let's say on one of those off days, those and you just say, oh, you know what? Screw it. I feel like I'm gonna eat very bad this week. But then, if you think about it, if you keep doing that on those days you don't train, you're just counteracting everything. So you're thinking, why? I'm not saying you cut out everything in your life. Enjoy your life. Like even me, like for example, I was out last night. I I got takeaway on on the way home, and that's completely normal. But you need to have that flexibility where you're staying active because. Like I say to everyone, I don't want to be lifting until I'm 40. I want to be lifting until I'm 80. I want to have that mobility in my body that I'm able to do that. And it's just general health. Like I see a lot of elderly people in my gym. They're about 60, 70 years old. They might not push a lot of weight, but they say they're there to be active. And like that itself is just inspiration, even though we might not even have close to attaining the same goals or they might have not ever lifted the exact same things. It's just that general health that we get, especially like, I think with now, with like COVID and everything during lockdown, I think um, I think it's starting to come a lot more to light about how active you should really be in life. Because I don't know, yeah, hundred percent, man. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but there was a lot of statistics out that COVID was actually affecting mostly obese people in the worst way. And of course, like COVID has been one of the worst things you'll ever experience in a lifetime. But it's yeah, just man. that, and it's, if you it's cause people, if you can make that little difference to yourself, if you can make that little difference to yourself, then then why not? Yeah, man, that's 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 so true. That's so true. Just thinking that. I definitely have felt the same thing. You know, I've been eating a lot more, a lot more snacks, you know, I've been eating, still trying to eat healthily and eat more, you know, eat reasonable portions and not snack. But, you know, it's just tempting, man, when you're in your room doing your work, you know, working from home and you see the snack, snack shelf and you're like, damn, I could really, could really go for that right now. But then, you know, it's about, it's about restraining yourself and, and uh, restraining the temptation. Have you, have you found it difficult to restrain temptation in other ways or is it just natural to you now that you're like, ah, oh, this is what I want to do i'm cool with it or do you always counteract things say if you do give in to temptation do you think okay yeah. i'm going to go additionally harder this week to counteract the things that i've done where i wasn't as you know uh, as able to resist the temptation i think yes and no to an extent i try and uh because it's been five years now i don't really have i'm, I'm used to it now what i don't take in my body my body doesn't need um even before that i was never really a snacker like i never really used a lot of chocolate sweets and things like that. Uh, for example, I haven't touched crisp sweets or a fizzy drink for five years, for nearly five years now. So I know because I knew from before my body never needed it and it was just excess to me. Like that doesn't mean you need to not have, like you can't have it or anything and you need to restrict yourself because I think I see a lot of people do that and that's when they start to hate that fitness lifestyle because they've restricted themselves so much. But it's just all about that flexibility. Uh, I wouldn't say if I had it, I would necessarily go harder in the gym. It's just like, because I, I feel like if I do that, I'm giving into my guilt. But if you're going to do something like that, just enjoy it. Like have that one day where you might just blow out after a while. Just enjoy yourself. Like I know, for example, Lewis has got a competition coming up in September. I know he's not going to have any of these things until after that competition. And after that competition, I know what that boy's like. He's just going to go hard as he wants with his food. <laughs> and he's not, he's not he's not going to feel guilty at all because it's it's natural you you need that and you you do need it in some sense as well because you don't want to have that life where you're just like I can't have this I can't have that have if you don't want to have it make it a choice but don't feel like you don't like you can't have to have it sort of thing like you're forcing yourself 
yeah that makes that makes sense that makes sense because sometimes sometimes it is you know it makes you even less inspired to do it because you're like oh you know f this i want to have whatever here this there this there and everything but yeah that, that makes sense good to hear because you know if it, listening to you right now ruben it's kind of making me more aware of the things that i do and stuff like that which is yeah. really inspirational and hopefully people listening as well can also yeah. see a bit of themselves being reflected in what we're talking about which is course, you know yeah. that's the goal that's the goal um but just yeah. in terms of uh, a different kind of question have you had times that you felt really unmotivated for gym and you had long breaks in between and did you use that time if you did uh, did you use the time yeah. to reflect upon things and you know take other things into account i didn't really take long periods of time off I think the longest was I took about three months off because of the lockdown last year. But I have to say, and I did say this quite recently as well, um, that over the last year, throughout the entire lockdown, and even when things were open again, that um, I never had that like motivation in me. And I was just sort of training because it was like out of habit of what I used to do. And I thought maybe one day I'm going to kick back into my old routine again and I'll have that full really good workouts every single time I'm in the gym and I start to feel good again. But it was just like, I think with everything that was going on in terms of uh, the lockdown and everything, it just demotivated me, demoralized me. Um, it sort of like made, made me see things in a different light because everything just stopped out of the blue. And you don't, in life, you don't really ever expect that as well. Uh, so unfortunately that had happened. But I feel like now I'm back on it like I have my good workouts, I feel like, like I'm back to myself again in some sort of way. But if I sit there and think, what did I think about? I thought about a lot of things because everything in my life sort of changed. And it was just a matter of, I wanted to, I wanted to get back to where I was because I didn't have my confidence in my beliefs when like, I know I'm strong and I, I know what I'm able to do, but I wasn't able to actually prove it to anyone because it was just like, I'm just doing it now. And it's, it, like I feel like I've hit like a wall and I can't get out so how do I get out of this wall and I found a way to break that wall and, and now thankfully I'm back and I say thankfully because it does take a lot and I know a lot of people that don't get out of that wall and then they stop for even longer than I did but I was lucky that I carried on going to the gym because I knew that I had people riding on me and I knew what I wanted to do and I, I wanted to maintain a certain lifestyle I had and I didn't want to go back into my old habits before training neither. So I was just like, I'm going to keep going. Then if my motivation comes back, it comes back. And if it doesn't, it, then I don't, then I have to reevaluate everything once again. And I feel like it's something that we probably haven't touched on, but like in terms of you going to a gym and going, yeah. going after the goals that you go after, how has that affected like, you've obviously made, you've had positive like relationships with the people you meet at the gym, but do you feel like because yeah. you went on the path of being a power builder and obviously yeah. you're focusing on yourself a lot and you're spending a lot of time yeah. on your wants, do you feel like that yeah. kind of impacted the relationships you had with other people and stuff like that? Because I know that like, when people focus in on this one thing, it kind of closes other doors, which you didn't mean to yeah. close, but sometimes they end up closing and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, yes, I know. Again, um, I feel like from school, I was quite closed off. Like, I had my one group of friends that was always with me, and like, I'm sure you remember everyone that was there. But like, even then, after that, like, once everyone went to uni, it all split off anyway, and everyone started to do their own thing a bit. And of course, I have the same friends that I hang around with usually. And, like, of course, they want to go out and stuff. And it does make it harder because sometimes you don't want to eat out food. And like you just want to eat at home and just because you know what you're getting sort of thing. 
and it does make it a bit difficult. But I think I'm quite lucky in the sense, and I'm very grateful that they all understand what I'm trying to do and why I can't do certain things. Like I'd love to go out and eat out every week, but it's just a matter of what I'm putting into my body. Does my body need it? And like I'm probably better off just eating at home and being safer in that sense as well. Yeah, no, and it's it's good in a sense when you have the people around you. Like for example, they're not they they're supporting you. They understand the vision. They understand where you want to go with it. And they might like for example, for us in our house, we don't normally eat out from McDonald's or like KFC. We don't really have fried food. But yeah. when we normally eat out, we normally just get Nando's, which is probably yeah. the healthiest option of the options you can probably eat from eating yeah. out. So it's one of those things where it's good to see that your mates are like able to accommodate in that kind of sense for you as well. Because yeah. sometimes, like, eat, like, bro, you know me. I always used to go to that dessert place near the area. I'm not going to yeah. name it, but yeah. you know what I'm talking about. I always used yeah, to yeah. be there. And then it just gets to a point where you think to yourself, like, you have to understand what you're putting into your body. And it, it's great that you've been able to reflect on that and understand that. And also you have the right people around you. Because I know yeah. it can be difficult. Like, you, you put your, all your efforts into this one thing. And sometimes, and by nature as well, you you kind of focus on this one thing and you understand everyone else is doing that one thing as well, but it might seem like you're spending more time on it than other people. But as long as you've got yeah. the right people around you respecting that, I think that's the most yeah. important thing, man. It's, it's great to see that, to be honest. Yeah, like the thing is, they don't even have, they don't even live the same lifestyle as I do. They don't go gym the same way I do or anything like that. So it's completely news to them, but I know that the support's there. Like, even if it's just a little Instagram share on like of my post or something it's just that those little things that show you that they're still there and they're still supporting you as well even though they might not really speak about it too much and it makes a big difference it always makes a big difference yeah man that that community engagement and involvement is just so nice to see like whenever manny and i see people even just dropping us a message or just a casual little comment that could be you know oh i listened to the episode it was great can mean so yeah. much to me and Manny. So I'm sure for some, for in your situation, a friend of yours accommodating for a necessity that you need for your diet or for the way you're doing things, it can go a long way, I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah, of course, it makes a huge, huge difference because it just shows you like, even though you might, sometimes after training, you might feel down in the dumps because you've had so many things going on. But having that little support from people around you makes a big difference. Even like when I post on my, pic, uh, on my Instagram, uh, someone from a, like another area might comment and say like this was cool or they might start following me or they might like a bunch of my pictures even little things like that make such a big difference because you know that okay cool it might have not made it might have taken 20 30 seconds to do that but they've still taken that sort of time to do it and it just what it makes you carry on and once you makes you want to do more yeah, genuinely, I'll think about that stuff all day if someone sends me a, a nice message or, you know, it reflects yeah. well because it's 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 reflecting well on something you're passionate about. And it's, you know, we don't yeah. want to we don't want to admit that we seek out external validation because that seems quite yeah. shallow and quite crass. But sometimes it is nice to be validated because we obviously believe in ourselves and we know what yeah. we're doing. We enjoy it and we like doing it. And it's a passion yeah. of ours. But when yeah. other people are also feeling inspired or they are interested in it, it just adds another level of, oh, wow, I, I want to keep going with this and I want to I do more of this. Oh, yeah, it does make a big difference because it just changes everything. Like, even, like, a little message from anyone. Uh, it could even be your friend just to say, like, you know what, that was like, proper cool, um, keep it up, whatever. It just gives you that you just want to not stop doing what you're doing and you just want to keep pushing and just hear, like, little things like that because it does make you feel happy. It does change your day. And you don't know what anyone's going through, so it might even help them in some sense. 
Just to jump yeah. in really quickly, though, I was going to say like yeah. it's also probably you don't understand and maybe you don't even comprehend who you're impacting. Like you might follow someone or you're following someone you might have not spoken to them in a while and they just read yeah. what you're doing. And it just takes one person. Like you said, it just takes that one person to message or that yeah. one moment. And sometimes it yeah, might not even be a person who's actively in your life anymore, but it, it still yeah. might mean something to them because you've, they obviously see what you're doing. Yeah. Like I was speaking to someone yesterday and it was their birthday. And I just messaged them to say happy birthday and they were just like, you know what, I've seen your gym Instagram page and it's just amazing the things you're doing and like, just keep it up. And I haven't spoken to this person, I don't think I've spoken to him since I've left school. So even something like that, I know I'm like, it's just so motivating to me because I know people are watching. That's beautiful, man. And, you know, that sense of community is fantastic. And while we're speaking yeah. about community, I was wondering, actually, what is your family initially, you know, your parents, your siblings, if you do have any, what do they think when you first got into power building and has their attitudes towards it changed as they've seen that you've got more serious and more yeah. invested in this kind of uh, this way of life? I think they've, they've always been very supportive of it. Um, and I've been very lucky with that as well. Because ever since I started, I just wanted to lose weight and my parents were all for it. I told them that I wanted to get massive. I don't think they really knew how deep I would have gone with it as well. I don't really knew. I didn't think they really knew how long I would have kept at it. But after one, one or two years passed and um, I was looking for a new job after personal training, my, uh, my parents had said to me my, uh, in the car, they were just like, whatever you do, whatever job you change is, don't stop training. Because it's gonna do you. It's gonna just keep pushing you the way it is already. And I think it just. I think they saw that maturity in me change because, um, I it, everything changed in me. Like I, I felt more mature. I felt more headstrong. Uh, because of the people I was hanging around with, everyone was a lot older than me. So I was hanging around with older crowds, but they had they sort of like had their lives together as well. So they saw that relationships I was building, and it just carried on. And then they always supported it. Man, that's awesome, man. And I'm really glad you talked about that because I know sometimes for some people it can be difficult to have family on your side. And it's really like yeah. such a great thing to see that like your own family incentivized that you carried on doing it even uh, when you were looking to change like jobs and things of that nature. Because I know for some people it might be like, don't worry, you'll find the way you are. But it's great that like your family kind of put you in that direction and said, you're doing it anyway, yeah. but we want you to carry on because they're always seeing the benefits. And Talking about like the goals you mentioned earlier near to the beginning of the episode about breaking these records, like what do you think is next yeah. for you? Like obviously you said Lewis is doing a tournament. Are, are you are yeah. looking to enter into any tournaments anytime soon? Like once you hit those goals that you're looking out for, is there anything else on your sites? Are you looking at changing what you do? You said there are three different types of builders. Are you looking to like move on from being a power, a power builder? Um. I wouldn't say, so at the moment, my main, main goal before anything else is just getting my numbers to where they need to be. And I've set myself like many targets, um, like every month, every week that I need to try to hit these numbers. Um, it's just like, it just adds up to the training, but I would like to compete if, um, I just, of course, I've still a lot more things to do before I get to that level I need to be at, but I would like to eventually jump in a competition and see how that goes. I think it'd be an amazing experience just to try as well. Uh, it's just com something completely new and I'd love to do it. But yeah, that's the goal. Just at the moment, the goal is just to get my numbers where they want where, and just progress those two and just keep pushing and just the main goal is just to inspire others and whatever, whatever I have to do to do it, it comes along the way. We, we've talked about training a lot. Have you like experienced failure? 
someone had to spot you and you're trying to lift something too heavy and like what kind of dialogue happens then with the people around you and stuff like that yeah um failure is very common in uh training there's there's no denying that uh, i've failed a lot of lifts over the last five years uh, probably a new like an insane amount of, of um missed but it's just like if you have the right people around you they'll they'll tell you where you went wrong sort of thing as well um, the main thing I found beneficial with that is recording as well, so you can just sort of see like little things you've done wrong in the whole setup or in the middle of the lift that was ne uh, like negatively affected it. So that's why you uh, missed the lift. But yeah, it's common, and it, you do feel beat up about it, and then you just want to sort of rectify it. But it's very common, and you can sit there and beat yourself up about it. But you know, ultimately, it's either the weight was too heavy or you made a mistake, and it's just working on those little things and just getting it back. And in terms of competitions, so say if you were to compete, um, are you worried about if you are going to a competition environment and potentially not being as successful there, or is that not even on your mind right now? You just want to give it a go? The main thing is giving it a go. Um, I think just to be there and being mentally ready for it is an achievement in itself, because uh, I think it's possibly one of the hardest things to do. I think it's, just, it's a completely different ball game. Um, if whatever happens on that day happens and something goes wrong and but I felt like I was ready but it was the nerves that got to me there's no reason why I wouldn't go and do it again but yeah it's, it's if it like of course it's you either uh, sink or swim of course you get thrown in the deep end in that situation and in terms of preparing for the um, for a competition, how important is mental preparation for you? And do you find that other parts of your life are also transformed if, for example, you were to get more invested before a competition occurs? Yeah, uh, uh, I think mental is the possibly maybe even more important than the training. Um, you just need to be in that right head frame. You need to limit goes. I don't drink or anything. Just being out on late nights, you need that recovery. You need to be stretching. You need to limit. You need to have the right food in your system consistently. Make sure you're eating the right food. The people around you are motivating you and pushing you. Um, sitting back, looking at your training plan, rearranging little things that might have not worked, uh, recapping over the week of training that you might have just done. It's just little things like that. They all make. They all add up to that to the final date. Yeah, and it's, it's kind of good for you in a sense because obviously you're watching uh, from a bird's eye view, you're seeing Lewis getting into uh, the competition yeah. and you're looking at how he prepares and what yeah. he does. And you can obviously extract that kind of information, knowledge for you to be more prepared when you go ahead and do it. And like, yeah. how important is that when you see like other people going for something that you may aspire to go uh, get into? How important do you feel like it, it is for not only to help Lewis on this journey of him going to that tournament and performing well, but watching what he does, that whole process of being able to see what's going on every day also? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, not even just that. I think even like, I'm, like I said, I might never compete. It's just a matter of if I get ready within that time, then I'll do it. But it's just like, even just being along the ride with Lewis is just absolutely amazing because I think this boy has unbelievable potential in everything he's done um he's absolutely strong and he's got an amazing physique on him as well uh, i think you gen i think in life you meet special people in terms of in anything you do and i think he's one of the most special people i've ever met i can't speak highly of him enough but 
just being there and seeing everything he's doing and just trying to keep him in the right headspace consistently because, I mean, it's early at the moment, but of course, as time goes on and time gets closer with the food changing, it can all add up. Um, but you need to just, I just need to be there and just nail him on because it, I, he's got great people around him. Uh, he's, I know he's got a supportive family and I can't speak highly of him enough. But yeah, just to, the bird's eye view does make a difference just to see everything. Because if I do decide to do it, I will, I mean, they're completely different competitions, but in terms of the mental mindset you go through, I can understand and see as well. Whilst we nearly come to the end of the episode, I want to transition over to something that you've actually, we talked about at the beginning when we introduced you about your clothing yeah. line and how difficult was that set up and what kind of advice would you give to people who want to start their own business? Um, so we're actually going to launch today, which is the 1st of May. Um, so we haven't officially launched. We just dropped the pre-order. It came about, we, well, we, me and Lewis had the same idea that we wanted our own gym. And it was just, honestly, the idea of a clothing brand came up when we were just sitting there talking and maybe we were just thinking like, when Lewis's competition comes, maybe we should just wear our own like clothes and have like our names on the back. And then we just come in like a, like a little crew sort of thing and just give him that vibe when we walk into the building. And then it sort of felt like, you know what, there's so many gym brands, but they don't appeal to everyone. And then maybe we could do something that's part gym, part streetwear. Because obviously we need to go out and stuff as well. And we do need, and we want to support ourselves. But um, yeah, like we continue pushing and this is something that we wanted to do. And it just started pretty quickly the whole process was very very quick we decided the name within about a few weeks uh, for anyone out there who wants to start i'd say just have the right people around you or if you want to do it if, if you're doing it in a group if you want to do it by yourself be confident in yourself um don't be disheartened if you don't um achieve what you want straight away because it will take time but this is all about self-belief if you believe you can become the next i don't know gym shop you can become the next gym shop but you just have to keep staying relevant. Use all your links that you have. Use all the social media you have and just find a niche and just pick away at it as much as you can. Yeah, man. And that would be a great sentiment for people, hopefully listening. But also in terms of for yourself, you did briefly mention setting up a gym. Have you got a vision for that that you want to enact? Yeah, like I think, especially in the area me and Manny grew up, uh, there's not a lot of, gyms that cater to what how we train they're generally quite um commercial and they don't really have the right equipment so if we were to make a gym sort of closer to the area maybe just a little bit outside i think we can see an increase in amount of people that would take up these kinds of sports because uh, it's not entirely common but i think people with that competitive nature could really get into it because it's just like of course Unfortunately, in the area we're from, there's a lot of crime rate, but th- there's that competitive nature to be that top in, even in that lifestyle. So if we can push that benefit, like try change that, um, I'll tell you, I don't know, you call it a stereotype, but if you can change that from instead of going to a life on the streets, maybe a life in the gym, and you just you start to change everyone's dynamic a bit. Of course, you can't change crime forever, but that would be one of my visions if if I had that opportunity to do so. 
Yeah, and that's that's good, man. Because yeah, they're definitely. Uh, I've been around the ends at Manny's, and you know nothing too wrong with it. But you know, there's there's yeah. a reputation around the area, yeah. and hopefully, you know, if you can make a little change of that, that'll be fantastic to see. Yeah. Um, but you know, just as we're coming towards the close, we've got a couple last questions. Um, yeah relation to your wider goals you know you've spoken about your clothing line and aspirations for a gym do you think that because you've got such big aspirations for you know wanting to break the british deadlift record and that's such a lofty aspiration does that then raise your aspirations in terms of your wider goals like you know you want to have an entire gym and a clothing line do you think the the capacity to which you believe you can do such a thing has been impacted by your success in fitness I don't think it does because I feel like having, I think we're very lucky in the generation in the sense that we have social media and of course social media has its good and negatives as well that we've recently seen across like social, across the news. But I feel like those two things, like the businesses, the business side of it and the training side of it, they can go hand in hand because I feel like if you can get enough followers and enough, a big enough platform to have people support you, if you can push out that this is my business and if they support you enough, they will become customers at the same time because they'll want to support what you've done. And then just to even say, like, I train in the gym, same the gym that's owned by this person or that person, it does make a big difference because your name becomes that sort of brand as well. So I want to say uh, thank you for jumping on. Really appreciate you jumping on, man. It's really been a lot to us. And it's really been inspiring because even though we might not be looking out for the same goals, there's been parts of this episode which I felt like I could take away with myself as a person who just, I don't want to say I'm a casual, but you know what I mean, compared to (laughs) going into competitions, I'm just going to the gym uh, whenever I want to. But I just want to say thank you for that. I want to recognize you for what you've done. And I want to just uh, show some appreciation for the people around you also because they've contributed to where you are now and it seems that you're doing really great for yourself, man. And I wish you nothing but the best, but for the final, final question, because we keep on saying we're going to end this off. Uh, <laughs> what, what, it, what would you want people to take away from this episode if you just one thing from it? Yeah, so the final message I'd like people to take away with it, hope, uh, from this call is hopefully that they feel inspired. If you want to get into the gym, by all means, you can message me on Instagram. I don't have a problem with that. I'm, I'm always happy to help anyone and everyone um but just i think the main thing i can say is just to be yourself be proud of who you are um if you could help anyone in in their life like even if it's just just smiling at someone can make someone's day and i feel like there's we as humans with everything going on in the world with lockdown with covid with everything just to be nice to one another even if it's just being nice to one person and they be nice to someone else you can make such a big change that way. Um, I just like, yeah, I, hopefully but my main goal is to inspire the next generation or anyone I can and just keep anyone motivated. So if you ever feel like lack of motivation, or hopefully this has helped or if you need some more, you can message me on Instagram or whatever social media you want. But yeah, yeah, that's that's the main thing I can say for now. Thanks again, Ruben, for jumping on the podcast. All the links to what Ruben mentioned in today's episode will be in the Spotify description below. Alongside that, we will have links to our social media accounts at the official DMC podcast on Instagram. And if you can do, please share the podcast with one other person that really mean a lot to us. And it really does go a long way to how our podcast can continue to grow and continue to build this community aspect that we really very much enjoy. And I just want to say thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the DMC podcast. This is DMC podcast signing off.